Hi there. Welcome to Liquidation Preference, the podcast that discusses everything founders need to know about startup law and venture capital over a beverage of our choosing. I'm your host, Andrew Kusmal, and I'm glad you stopped by for a quick drink. Today, we will be continuing our discussion on the seed round by covering the other instruments used to raise it, what the entire process looks like from beginning to end, and seed investor rights while I enjoy a wheat beer. So grab a drink, pull up a seat, and let's get into it. Today's episode is brought to you by Kusmal Legal, the law firm dedicated to helping founders navigate the legal process of starting, running, and fundraising for a startup. Head on over to kusmallegal.com. That's K-U-S-S-M-A-U-L legal.com to read great material tailored for founders and get help with all your startup's legal needs. So I chose a wheat beer for today's conversation because I rarely drink them, just like I rarely recommend startups sell preferred or common stock in the seed round. The drink is also hazy, just like the process of raising your seed round from beginning to end can be for a first-time founder. Finally, I'm not a big fan of this type of beer, just like I'm not a fan of granting investor rights or protections in this round. If you remember from last week's discussion, I stated that there were four instruments used when it comes to raising your seed round. They were the convertible note, the safe, preferred stock, and common stock. While you're more likely to use a convertible note or safe to raise your seed round, there are a few instances when you may have to use preferred stock. So what is preferred stock? Well, preferred stock are shares in the company that have special rights and protections attached to them. Preferred shares in the seed round are akin to what you would be selling investors in your series A, although they're a little watered down, they won't have that many rights and protections as the investors in the series A would have. Due to this, it's easy to see why some investors would want this over common stock. While every investor is comfortable investing with a convertible note or safe, it's really only typically your sophisticated investors, the ones who've been doing it for a while, who are comfortable investing with comments with uh, excuse me with preferred stock in this round it is important to note that if you are selling preferred stock in your seed round it's going to take a lot longer to close the reason being selling preferred stock demands a more extensive due diligence process this in turn equates to you and your attorney having to spend more time answering questions and producing documents it's going to be very similar to the process that you're going to be going through in your Series A. It can also lead to extensive corporate cleanup. Say you don't have certain documents signed or certain agreements in place. The investors are going to want to see that that's going to come up in a preferred stock round, a price round in the due diligence process. And you're going to have to have your attorney go back and get all those documents, those agreements in place, make necessary corrections. All of this just equates to a higher legal fee, which is something you really don't want to be spending the money you're getting from your seed round on. If you only plan on raising one round of financing, then selling preferred stock is much better than selling common stock. While there's nothing inherently wrong with common stock, it does not give the holders any special rights or protection like preferred stock, which is why sophisticated investors would not like it. Typically, you only see this type of equity or these shares, this stock, sold to investors who normally don't invest in startups. 
Now, I know the temptation is there to court these, for lack of a better word, naive investors, sell them common stock, and then pat yourself on the back for getting one over on them. However, I highly advise against that, and it's something you need to think twice about before doing, because selling common stock to investors directly affects the fair market value of that stock. Well, what is fair market value? Well, it's what a single share is worth in your company at any given time. Initially, you want this price to be moderate, reasonable. If you remember back to our previous discussion around incorporation, we set the par value of your shares at 0.00001 cents per share. This very low price equates to a modest baseline valuation that makes it easier for you and your early employees and your co-founders to purchase their initial equity in the company. When you sell common stock to an investor, you have to negotiate the valuation of the company. That in turn directly affects how much you're selling the stock for to the investor. The reason why it directly affects the value of the common stock is because it's the same stock that you're selling to the investor. You have common stock, you're selling common stock to them. If you're selling them preferred stock, then it's a different type of equity. It wouldn't affect the value of your common stock. In almost every circumstance, the valuation that you come to with an investor when you're selling common stock to them is going to be much higher than that baseline valuation that we just previously talked about. This in turn affects the exercise price of the options given to the employees after the investment. Well, what is the exercise price? The exercise price, to bring it full circle, is what the employees have to pay to exercise their shares. And it has to be the fair market value of the shares at the time of issuance when you give them the options. If you negotiate a common stock round, a price round selling common stock at a dollar per share, and then you try to issue options to an employee after that at say 10 cents per share, well then you're going to run into a bunch of scrutiny from the IRS on that one. And that's definitely something you want to avoid. Really, when you think about it, a higher exercise price from selling common stock to an investor in your seed round you know, it can make it almost impossible for early employees to exercise the options given to them, which at the end of the day really negates the purpose of giving them options. Now let's discuss what the entire round looks like from beginning to end. There are five stages in the seed round. First is the term sheet stage. Second is the financing document stage. Third is the due diligence stage. Fourth is the closing stage. And fifth is the post-closing stage. The term sheet stage is the stage where you negotiate the deal. If you're unfamiliar with what a term sheet is, it is a non-binding document that lists all the terms related to the investment, and it's heavily negotiated by all parties. In the seed round, it's customary for your attorney to draft the term sheet, and it's really important that you have it prepared and ready to go before you start pitching. Nothing kills a deal faster than having a successful pitch to a group of investors, them wanting to invest right there on the spot and asking for a term sheet 
And then you having to say, well, uh, I don't have one. I have to go back to my attorney. It may take a day or two for you to get that term sheet from your attorney. And that is more than enough time for the investors to lose interest and move on to something else. I keep mentioning that a convertible note round or a safe round is a lot faster and quicker to close than a preferred stock round. And the reason for that is when it comes to the term sheet stage for convertible notes and safes, there's not that many terms to negotiate over. When when you start selling preferred stock, there are a lot more terms and there are a lot more rights and protections, and you're going to be spending a lot more time going back and forth with the investors on those terms. After a term sheet is agreed to and signed, next comes the financing document stage. Now, this is the point in the round where your startup attorney will be drafting the definitive deal documents that represent the investment. Typically, this is going to be your convertible note or a safe, uh, but it could be the preferred stock purchase agreement or common stock purchase agreement as well. Also during this time, your attorney will be drafting all the necessary board and shareholder consents that are required for the raise. The due diligence stage happens in conjunction with the previous one. This is the stage where investors request all manner of documents about your startup, financial documents, corporate documents, anything that they want to see before they transfer the funds over. Now you can typically expect the due diligence stage and the seed round to be pretty light, especially if you're using a convertible note or safe. The typical materials requested in this stage, if you're using a convertible note or safe are very few. Usually it's a pitch deck, a one page executive summary and the term sheet. Again, if you're selling preferred stock, you can expect this stage to be more robust, more documents being requested. After all the documents have been drafted, next comes the closing stage, probably the best stage for any founder. This is when you send all the convertible notes, safes, or preferred or common stock purchase agreements to the investors to sign. After they sign, they then wire the funds over to your startup's bank account. It's important that you try to close all the investors on the same day, just so you don't drag the process out longer than it needs to be. However, if you can't close all the investors on the same day, you can conduct rolling closings where the stragglers are able to sign and transfer their funds at later dates. After the money has hit your bank account, you probably think the whole process is over and it is for you, but not for your attorney. In the post-closing stage, your startup attorney is going to be cleaning everything up. They're going to be issuing any requested stock certificates or other evidence of the securities to the investors. And they're also going to be ensuring strict securities laws compliance. Now, not diving into it deeply, because again, I've mentioned it before and I'll say it again, it would require another round. But when you are selling securities in a company, like a convertible note or safe or preferred stock or common stock to investors, there are various laws, rules, regulations that you must follow at both the federal and state level. Now, your attorney is going to be well-versed in all of this and will be able to instruct you what needs to be done. And they're going to be handling most of it, but it's very important that you actually listen to them and take their advice, and be compliant with the deadlines that they give you. A lot of these 
required filings that you have to do with the SEC or with state securities boards have deadlines to them, strict deadlines. And if you sit on it, you could come under some scrutiny. And that's the last thing you want. You don't want to be under a magnifying glass from the SEC or a state security regulator. Our last topic that we're going to be covering today is related to investor rights. Investor rights are special provisions that give investors either a form of economic protection related to their investment or control in your startup. Every so often, investors who are holding a convertible note or safe will, I don't want to say demand, but request special rights and protections via a side letter. Now, the most common rights requested in this stage are board seats, observer rights, information rights, anti-dilution protection, greater than a 1x liquidation preference, and most favored nation rights. While I'm not going to dive into each one of those today, we'll be covering those in future conversations, I will say that none of these should be agreed to in your seed round. Even the more benign ones. Let's start with observer rights. It may seem like a simple request to grant a board observing rights to an investor. However, if you remember, I mentioned in the very beginning, you want to keep your board very small and close to the founders. And I've noticed sometimes board observers can be the loudest voice in a room and can actually influence and sway the board. You don't want that in the early stages. You want it. You don't want that influence from somebody who's not there in the day-to-day operations. Information rights is another one that sounds pretty simple. However, What information do you have to give investors at this early stage? You really don't have that many financials. You haven't been in business that long. It can just turn into a thorn in your side, having to every month or every couple weeks send out an update to investors with the financials and answering questions to them. It's something that is a time sink and your time is better spent on working on your company. Finally, if you are raising the round by selling preferred stock, you can expect some of these rights we just talked about and more to be given to investors. I wish I could order another round with you, but unfortunately it's time to go. If you'd like to learn more about what was discussed today, head on over to my blog at Legal. that's K-U-S-S-M-A-U-L legal.com. Also be sure to follow me on Twitter at Tech Startup Attorney, that's attorney spelled A-T-T-Y, on Clubhouse at Startup Attorney, and on Instagram at Startup underscore Attorney. I hope you enjoyed our time together, your beverage of choice, and that you learned something useful. More importantly, I hope you enjoyed this much needed break from running your startup. Being a founder is stressful, and it's important to take breaks every once in a while. While you're always taking care of your startup, you shouldn't forget to take care of yourself. See you next time. Everything discussed in this episode is purely educational in nature and should not be interpreted in any way as legal advice specific to your startup. If you have any questions about what was discussed on today's show and how it pertains to your startup or situation, please consult with your legal counsel. 